and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. I don't know if you've ever played this game or somebody asked you this question, you know, the would you rather game. Let me give you a few examples and you'll know what I mean. Would you rather be uh, 11 feet tall or 9 inches tall? Would you rather find a rat in your kitchen or a roach in your bed? Would you rather walk in your heels to work or drive to work in reverse? Would you rather solve world hunger or global warming? Would you rather be in, uh, you know, the funnest, funniest ro- uh, person in the room or the smartest person in the room? Would you rather be invisible or would you rather be able to fly? Okay. Or maybe the last one, would you rather lose the ability to hear or lose the ability to speak? And, you know, this is a fun kind of game, I guess, uh, to be able to get to know people or friends when you ask these questions, what their priorities are. But the last one I asked, Um, would you rather lose your ability to hear or lose the ability to speak, was actually not an option for the guy we're going to talk about today. The passage we're going to talk about today is about a man who could not both hear and speak. In Mark chapter 7, verse 31, let me read. Then he, this is talking about Jesus, returned from the region of Tyre and went through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee. In the region of the Decapolis, that's 10 cities, Decapolis. Mark 5 is where we actually see and heard, um, you know, that the region of Decapolis was the one where Jesus healed the demoniac. Um, In fact, you would read, they would talk about them or the people there were imploring that Jesus would leave the region. Now, just a uh, short application here for us. You know, it's interesting that Jesus did not give up on that region, okay, of the Decapolis, which tells us Jesus does not give up on us when we entreat Him to leave us alone. He's not that quick to let go of or at least get rid of. Um, He will continue to pursue. Some of you, He's pursuing you now. That's the reason why you got this link. That's the reason why you actually are listening to this. Now, verse 32, And they brought to him a man who was deaf and had a speech impediment, and they begged him to lay his hand on him. People in the region of the Decapolis brought Jesus to the man who was needing healing. You know, and I think about that, you know, sometimes it will take us to bring a friend to Jesus. And even in reverse, sometimes others will need to bring us to Jesus when we feel like, You know, we don't want to go to Jesus. Some may think they don't need Christ at all. Or some people may feel maybe they're shame because of their sin. Others may feel that they don't deserve the grace of Jesus that He offers, right? Or yet others may feel the guilt. And what a powerful moment when they met Jesus. You know, sometimes we don't know what we need until that need is actually met. Sometimes we don't know We need what we need until we meet Jesus. Um, What we tolerate, we will never change, as we're told. I remember years ago, we had a broken faucet in our um, our room, right? And there was very little water flow. And I guess I 
learned to live with it. We learned to live with it until we got a plumber to fix it. And we realized, wow, what we were missing was huge. You know, it was, uh, you know, what took, I don't know, a minute to fill a cup only took a few seconds. And you see, sometimes we don't really know what we're missing until we actually are healed or that need, that need is met. And so this man was deaf. This man had speech impediment, the Bible says. So he was isolated. Unlike the blind, you know, even if you can still see, or even if you cannot see, you can still communicate. But this man uh, who was deaf and mute, very limited communication, if any. In those days, there was no mass media, no science of lip reading, no sign language. Not only was he um, going through that, he was also ignorant. There was, since there was no mass media, no TV, no radio, no newspapers, information was unavailable to him. And he lived in intellectual darkness. And this, there was also inability, okay? unable to communicate with those um, he was trying to connect with. He was very disconnected. Verse 33, And taking him aside from the crowd privately, he put his fingers into his ears, and after, speaking, uh, after spitting, rather, he touched his tongue. It's an interesting way to bring healing, fingers into the ears, right? We don't realize that, uh, but it is the very fingers of God that touch this man. He spat, the Bible says. It is through the mouth of God that things were brought into being. And that's why the miracle happened. It was because the very Son of God was the one uh, who used his mouth and used his fingers to bring healing. Verse 34, And looking up at, uh, to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Ephatha, okay, that means be open, looking up to heaven, looking up to his father. And then he sighed. This is an interesting, spontaneous expression of depth and reality of his sorrow and sympathy. That's who Jesus is. If you guys are going through, some of you are going through something today, Jesus does not only know, he empathizes and he is about to do something about it. Verse 35, and his ears were open, his tongue was released, and he spoke plainly. See, when God heals, it is complete. And we have to understand that miracles are a present manifestation of a future reality in the kingdom of God. And that's why he, he performed miracles. It was a foretaste of what was to come. Miracles were going to happen because it was a bird's eye view of what the kingdom is going to look like. Because in the kingdom, there's no blind. No one's blind. In the kingdom, there's no one's deaf. In the kingdom, there's nobody who's, uh, who's sick and there's no dying. And so he was actually showing a foretaste because he said, repent for the kingdom of God is here. And when God brings a miracle, it is complete. And some of you need to hear that because God's about to do a miracle in your life and it will be finally complete. Verse 36, and Jesus charged uh, them to tell no one. But, you know, the more he charged them, the more zealously they proclaimed it. And I can only imagine this guy, because first time he can hear, and then first time he can speak without impediment. Who would not try to, to explain to people, this is what happened. I was deaf, but now I can hear. I could not speak properly, but now I'm able to communicate and articulate to you what happened to me. Of course, it'll be hard to stop that. You see, some of you, God's done something in your life that is amazing. It's awe-inspiring. You need to speak up. You need to tell others what God has done in your life. In verse 37, they were astonished beyond measure. See, when God creates a miracle, performs a miracle, it'll be beyond measure 
people will be astonished. They will be amazed. He has done all things well, and he even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. He has done all things well. When Jesus steps into the picture, he has the ability and the capacity to do all things well. Listen, you and I can trust him. Question for us. Number one, will you trust Jesus for the seemingly impossible situations in your life? Will you trust him? He's trustworthy. He's worthy of our trust. Will you do that? Number two, do you have friends who will bring you to Jesus when you need help? You know, it's interesting. In 2022, there was an artistic swimmer who fainted underwater at the World Budapest, uh, World Championships in Budapest. USA's Anita Alvarez sank to the bottom. This was June 22, last year. Looking across the deck and noticing, noticing that she was, you know, under the water way too long, her coach, uh, Andrea Fuentes, immediately dove in, pulling her, fully clothed, pulling her to safety. Anita was unconscious and did not have the capacity to kick, paddle, or even help herself in any way. You see, if the coach would not have noticed, the swimmer would have drowned, Andrea. But she knew, okay? And so she looked for her, quickly noticed she was under the water too long. And you know what? This is so powerful. You know why? Because when you're under too long, who are the people who will grab you and bring you to Jesus? When you are under pressure or under anxiety or under difficult times, you're under the water far too long, do you have people like that? who will pull you and drive you to Jesus. Who are those people for you? Can there be somebody today that you can count on and notice when you're under too long? And so I wanna pray as we end our time together. You see, we need community. We need friends. God will bring miracles and He will do that together with the community that we are with. Lord, thank you for this opportunity to listen to this amazing miracle of somebody who was deaf, who could not speak properly, had a speech impediment. But Lord, by your miraculous power, you had the ability, you gave him the ability, Lord, to be able to speak and to hear. And Lord, for us here, I pray for those who are listening in, who have, Lord, spiritual, not just blindness, but deafness. Lord, I pray that supernaturally, would let you would let their ears spiritual ears open up lord blindness and deafness can hinder us from having a full and powerful and intimate and loving relationship with you jesus and so today this morning i pray that you would allow everyone listening to this lord let their ears pop open spiritual ears pop open to hear your voice again and some of you here you have not heard the voice of Jesus for a very long time. Jesus is speaking to you today. He's saying, I'm here. He's saying, I have not left. He's telling you today, come and I will give you rest. And so Lord, I pray for those who are coming back to you and now restoring their relationship with you. I pray that you would let their ears be open and then their mouth will speak of the beauty of the amazing things that you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Tumaan man ako sa libis ng kamatayan.
Takot ay walang lugar sa pusong may tiwala. Dumaan man ako sa libis ng kamatayan. Takot ay walang lugar sa yoko'y tiwala. Dumaan man ako sa libis ng kamatayan. Takot ay walang lugar sa pusong may tiwala. Ikaw ang aking tagapagligtas. Ikaw sa akin ang lahat-lahat. Yahweh, 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 pag-ibig mo'y Thank you for joining us this morning. Let me close this with this benediction. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus that together you may with one voice, with one voice, glorify the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day ahead. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.